0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to X-Playbox Station, Episode 4. And I am your host, Jordan Alvarez. And my co-host, as always, is my Vic to my honey, a Pierce <laughs> PP Gray.
1: In the house every week.
0: And everyone, this is a video game podcast that we review game industry news and give you our honest takes on subjects in the industry. No, we have no one to ever answer to, so you'll always get our honest takes. I'm mean, going to be honest, that's my biggest problem with video game podcasts. I always feel like people have a little bit of agenda on someone that they're trying to please. And that sometimes I sometimes just really want to know how people feel about a subject.
1: Instead of like, okay, so we're going to be super fucking biased about this and super closeted and just very polite. No,
0: fuck that shit.
1: This is, wanna- this is, this is raw. This is, this is the streets of gaming right here.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want to let you know how the butterflies float around in my imagination. I want to let you know how I truly feel about things. And sometimes I'm very passionately love things, and other, more so than not, I'm kind of upset about things. That's just, yeah. my, that's just my life to me.
1: <laughs> he's never happy. You can't make him happy. It's just I've tried for years now, and he's just not happy.
0: <laughs> so I just want to give everyone a highlight on the subjects. We'll be touching base today. We're going to give you update thoughts on our Last of Us 2. No spoilers. Um, I'm going to start a new segment this week. You know what pissed me off this week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Pierce does not know what I'm going to talk about. But I think everyone's coming into this um, problem that I really feel like someone needs to address. Because it's went unmentioned for way too long. We're going to talk a little bit about series um, X news with Microsoft. We're going to talk about Ghost of Tsushima review embargo. Um, Hyperscape from the new ubisoft game that is been teased and we're going to talk about square enix and then our topic of the week cyberpunk info recap
1: sounds like a plan
0: okay so let's get let's get start off um updates thoughts on the last of us how far are you in the game at this point you i roll those credits
1: i have not rolled the credits i actually haven't touched it since last week i was planning on playing it a little bit today but you know, sleep is priority in my life. Apparently, so.
0: <laughs> so, uh, b- before we started, I kind of, I, I, I know Pierce is ahead of me in the game, so I kind of mention where I'm at. I'm like, oh, I'm like sixty, seventy percent of the game. He's like, no, you're way, way more than that. And I'm like, if you haven't beat it, how do you know how much of a percentage I have left?
1: No, way less than that, dude. I mean, oh,
0: uh, oh, you're saying I have less? You say I'm yeah. further along than I thought?
1: Yeah. Like oh, okay. I'm saying, like you're less percentage along than you thought you were. You thought okay. you're like 75 percent done with the game. I don't think that's like. I think you're like right on the. You're nipping at my heels at this point. So well I gotta. I, I gotta start. Playing. Last night,
0: I didn't sleep yeah. last night, and I I I gave up my time playing to play games with you online. So I would even got further, maybe even caught up to you, but. You know, I just like to be a good friend, play online um, games with my friends. So, um, Last of Us 2, I will say I'm just thoroughly impressed right now with the animations. The facial animations, when they go, like, they take you out of the gameplay, but then they go into, like, end game cinematic. Like, cinematic views, yeah. like, end game engine. And, like, the facial expressions that actress did for Ellie are just insane. Yeah, I,
1: they're they're pretty fucking good.
0: Her eyes are constantly watering, and she, I swear to God she's about to cry every anyone this girl is tears of
1: anger, tears of like rejoice that like she's just checking people off the list like I mean dude it's just like
0: she she's she's an emotional emotional girl, and I know at this point I'm at least as far as people were talking about when the review embargoes were and they were releasing their reviews. I don't get it. I don't get what people were talking about gratuitous violence and like, like things she's doing is out of characters and they make no sense. There's plot holes. So far of where I'm at, I don't see it. I feel like everything has a really good reason. I understand her passion. I understand her motives. I'm a hundred percent on board so far. Like I'm on this train and I'm like, can we go faster? What else yeah. can we hit? What else can yeah. we hit? I was like, I'm a cow catcher, let's just start plowing through a field of cows. Like, let's yeah. do this.
1: I mean, like, from <clears throat> from like her hands shaking to like just what she's been going through for the last, you know, five years leading up to everything. You know, it's just it's all just snowballing into this person and like She's on the brink of breaking, I feel like, and that's the story they're showing is how close and how fast somebody can break.
0: And I, I, I'm I, going to hand it off to them. I think this is a really, a lot more solid game than I was anticipating for it to actually be. I'll love to see if the. And I'm happier with this ending than I was the first game, because the first game, I uh, I thought they played it too close to the, of a vest. I, I think if they would have put part one on there and said, hey, we're going to do like a, Three-part series, and to be completely honest, I wish this was like part three, and they would like filled in that five-year gap with a part two. Yeah,
1: I mean, even if even if it was like a Miles Morales type part two, where you just pay forty dollars to see five years worth of like gameplay, a nice little twenty-five hour, fifteen-hour game, I'd have been cool with that.
0: So, spoiler alert on this, and I don't think it's a spoiler alert. There's flashbacks throughout the game. Personally, the flashbacks have been my favorite moments of the game. Yeah. And those are the parts that I connect the most with oddly, but they kind of fill in that five year gap jump intermittently on a few flashbacks and moments. And I would I, I'm playing those flashbacks, I'm like, wow, I just wish this was a game of the flashbacks, like, Hey, here's your a bridge part two, like we're gonna end the saga here with this part three and go really hard on and heavy. Yeah. I think I would have been happy with that. This would have been my Empire, Empire Strike Back, but like just, I guess maybe Lord of the Rings, like Two Towers, is a better thing. Where like I get all the information I need, and then we like have the, we have the third act that is part, that's proper part three to come to the story conclusion. Because the way this is going, I don't, I haven't beat it, but I don't think to me it makes sense for there to be another part after this. I mean, this world is interesting can be explored so many different avenues, but I'm just not feeling like the characters, there's much more story to tell after this, but I, hey, I can be wrong. Yeah. I
1: mean, neither of us have beaten it yet. So I'm sort of on the same page as far as, you know, maybe this is it and like the story ends and, you know, it fades to black. That's it. No more I, story.
0: I, <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a friend that actually listens to this podcast. Appreciate it, Rob. Um, <laughs> that he, um, he's giving me crap because he's like, dude, you haven't beat it yet. What have you been doing with your life? He's he's like, you still have a job, don't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, I, I still have a job. And like the first weekend it came out, I was traveling. I got back, played enough. So I had some thoughts for last week and then played a bunch this weekend. And then last night I was like, oh man, I wonder if I can beat this um, before the, the show today. And I threw in like there what what anyone would call working the next morning a very irresponsible amount of hours into this game <laughs> <laughs> and didn't sleep much this morning <laughs> so it, it's it's a good game it actually has my it's hooks in me um i have in the past have like some kinds of difficulties like staying 100 percent focus on games um just with everything else that's going on um but it, Really enjoying it. One thing, though, is the accessibility modes on this game. I honestly, placate to something I really, really dove into last week. And I don't know if you've went into these accessibility modes very much, but there's a mode if you prone that you're invisible to enemies. And I'm going to play this game on the hardest difficulty, <laughs> completely crawl through the game and be invisible and see how hard it is if I'm prone and I'm invisible to my enemies. How long it takes to beat this game on the hardest difficulty. Totally
1: oh, yeah. This is this is everything you so, were talking about last so, week. This it, is what you want.
0: It's the last of us part two, crawl edition. But I'm gonna turn the accessibility on that I'm invisible to my enemies when well I crawl. So like <laughs> I'm just gonna just chugging through there, see if I can get through a little every piece of everything. Oh we'll, god. We'll
1: just it. we'll see how this plays out. <laughs>
0: um so I think Picking up this game and doing long binges is um. It's gonna bring me to my next topic. You know what pissed me off this week?
1: <laughs>
0: Surprisingly, oh, here we it, go. It has zero to do with the crawling. You know what pissed me off this week is I can't get through two sessions without my controller for my PlayStation Four dying. What the fuck? Oh me? my
1: god, dude! Why
0: are your batteries so bad? And I thought like th- I'm, this can't just be my controller issue because like. I just had opened up a PS4 Pro in March. Like my battery and my controller is brand new. It's not like it's halfway through life because I've been playing it for like that controller, playing with that controller for the last five years or whatever, seven years. A right? you know, brand new controller. And I'm like, I get through like my second play session. It dies at the end of the second play session. I'm like, what the hell? I was like, my Xbox controller, I swear to God, lasts me for weeks and I don't have problems. Oh I, yeah. I did a Google search i shit you not google searching this playstation four controllers last eight hours on one charge who the hell tested that and thought that was a good idea to put an internal battery in there that only for lasts eight, eight hours. hours
1: yeah and then you gotta plug it in or get a little fucking no and, and
0: I, then I, I, I looked at the xbox one what, what like just google like how long does the xbox one controller last it says 30 hours i'm like so, you're telling me I could get two tri- triple, i um, at two double A batteries and last for 30 hours? An I can entire have re- game. Or I can have this rechargeable. And like, you can buy charge packs that last like 30 hours. And I, I will admit, like, I rarely charge my controller for my Xbox because I bought the Elite Series 2 and that-, that controller lasts like 80 plus hours on one charge. So, like, I'm super yeah. spoiled, one, but like, I never remember my <laughs> Xbox 360 or Xbox One controller oh, no. like that. It's ridiculous.
1: No. Even when you swap out like old batteries on your Xbox 360, that motherfucker would last, you know, a solid 15 hours.
0: And like I remember the wave bird for the GameCube, like it was the first like true first party wireless controller for a video game console and that that thing would last me. I remember tying it as a kid, it would last me like 30, 40 hours on two AA batteries. I'm like, Sony, you can't get the technology to get your rechargeable battery to last more than eight hours. Don't put one in there because the rechargeable batteries I bought for my Xbox one, the day it came out, carry me through like 30 hours to this day. They still carry me over 20 hours and I've been using them for seven years.
1: Yeah. I mean, when I bought my Xbox one X, I had a red controller that I had bought. When I got my three my Xbox one from my cousin and I haven't had to replace the controller or the battery packs that I also bought. So that's been almost four years now.
0: In these internal batteries, like I've heard so many people complain in the past that like your battery dies in there. I think you can ship it in, but like it's almost just easier to buy a new controller because that thing is dead. Is it dead controller?
1: I have a PlayStation 4 controller right now that I bought with the game, like with my console, came with it, brand new PlayStation 4 Pro back in February. And I didn't play my Xbox, I didn't play my PlayStation for like a month or two. Came back to it and the controllers just doesn't turn on, doesn't charge, doesn't connect to the PlayStation. I had to go fucking, luckily I got a free one from a buddy, but like, I would have to spend $50 on a fucking new brand new controller. One of my PlayStation's only fucking, you know, five months old now. Six months old.
0: It is insane. Yeah, I bought a Pro for a Cyber Monday deal. I think I bought it for like $300 with like four games. And I just let it sit in an incubate for like four months before I popped that bitch open.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, this shit's Ah. fucking ridiculous.
0: But no, like, the thing that pisses me off is how terrible the battery life lasts on the PlayStation 4. It is criminal that they're selling this still to this day without an improved battery. And, like, even if the console launched at that point, put a better battery in it at this point. Like, don't dick over people paying $60 for a controller. Yeah. God damn it.
1: It makes you not want to fucking play your PlayStation when you know you're going to have to go out and buy it.
0: I only have one controller. Like I looked online for like helps and like, Oh, always have a controller charging. So you can rotate your controllers as you play. So you only have eight hours. They're like, you can turn off your controller. So like, it just turns off on its own in 10 minutes. I'm like, why isn't this program for it to turn off in 10 minutes without me using it? No matter what, like, yeah, who the hell's programming these things? You can turn down the led light. I'm like, these things aren't things I should have to go out of my way to do. They should just no. be done. Like my the, the Xbox 360 and Xbox One controllers have been doing this since the Xbox 360 launched back in 2005. I'm like Sony, figure out how to use a goddamn wireless controller. And, and that that, that makes me out. that makes me fearful for the DualSense Five. Or I, I don't I I no, they're not calling it the DualSense Five. They're I, calling it something dumb. I forget the name.
1: Yeah, I mean, you said DualSense 5. That sounds pretty dumb, so I'd
0: No, it's not, to... it's, it's not called the DualSense 5. No,
1: I, I know what you're saying, yeah, but yeah. it sounds stupid enough that it'd be called that, so I think we'd just stick with that. Um,
0: I, I know there's DualShock 4, and Dual, it might be called the DualSense, and that's it. It might be no number. I, I, I honestly do not remember off the top of my head, but if this thing's adding heptic feedback throughout the whole controller, which... To me, it reads really similar to what they did with the Xbox One with the rumble triggers that no one uses except Forza on Halo. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, everyone swears by it more than that. And we'll, we'll wait to that to be seen. But on top of that, if this thing has an internal battery, they're using the same battery technology they've used for the PlayStation <laughs> 3, the PlayStation 4, and now they're going to put in the PlayStation 5. That controller's going to last, like, five hours. If it, yeah. it's fully rumbling all over the damn place. Like, I'm oh, going to yeah. have to turn off the rumbling just so, like, I get eight hours save of save. Life. life. Yeah. And there's been some links of, like, the controller pricing. It's only going to be, like, 60 or 70 I think I saw $60. might be 70 But, like, I'm blown away that Nintendo's controllers are so expensive. And, like, they're going to get this new rumble feature for less than two of these Nintendo Joy-Cons. I don't know. Anyways, I'm pissed off at Sony's controllers. Fix your shit, Sony. It's <sighs> fucking ridiculous. It's fucking
1: bullshit.
0: So no one's going to sit here and tell me anything different that like, oh, it's better than that. No, it's not.
1: Yeah, don't fucking lie to me, bro.
0: Don't lie to me because you're a brand loyalty. Like uh, there's, there's a good controller and just copy it. It's really easy.
1: Yeah, it's not hard to do. I promise you're not going to get sued over fucking making a battery life that lasts longer than eight hours. N-
0: Nintendo has been able to do it. Like, Microsoft's able to do it. Like, you're the only one who can't get a controller that lasts. Um, because the the Switch Pro controllers last at least 30 hours, if not more. Jesus Christ. Um. So... Now that I'm done with my, um, you know what pissed me off this week? Because I know you didn't see that one coming. You thought I was going to talk about goddamn crawling or something bullshit.
1: Oh, God. I was waiting on it.
0: Um, Anyways, do those taste good? Yeah,
1: my fingers, yeah, they taste good.
0: Okay. I mean, just cannibalize them, just gnaw off the whole ends. That's what I've been doing so, um next I was one. stress-
1: I was stressing over what pissed you off this week. That's what
0: it was, yeah,
1: <laughs> I was just real worried about what pissed you off, whether it was like you
0: well, know I wanted to naturally feed into my hate because i I'm like a sith Lord at this point, I'm like, feed me your hate, yeah. do it, do it now, do it now <laughs> um um, this week in review um sections. Our first topic is Microsoft with the Series X. Um, I want to say Microsoft coming out on interviews this week and really taking shots and firing um, at Sony's variable, um, variable frequencies for their GPU and CPU. Microsoft, and I'm paraphrasing here. I don't have the quotes up on me, but essentially saying like, yeah, we could have done variable, um, frequencies for our CPU and GPU too, and hit a much higher teraflop number, but that's not what was important to us. What was important to us is getting a locked teraflop ideally ideal. So that developers had something to target instead of just putting a number out there of our optimal, optimal performance, but really it's to perform like a teraflop or two lower than what we're saying. So I definitely respect Microsoft for not inflating their numbers. This is our lock numbers for their um, GPU and CPU. So, um, <laughs> So they're locking their numbers. What what they're putting on papers, what you're getting, you're not getting their optimal performance. Um, that's one part. Like I think a lot of people don't realize with the Sony, the 10.2 teraflop number they throw for the PlayStation 5 is the opti- optimal um, performance, and optimal performance rarely happens when it comes to hardware and software. So like the leaked numbers they provided. I think back in February that leaked out on some documents of like Sony PlayStation um, 5 really being like a nine teraflop machine is probably closer to the reality of what it'll perform at most of the time. And and you'll have a lock 12 um, teraflop performance for the Xbox Series X. So there is going to be a bit of a performance gap in those um, two consoles and I don't think people quite realize that. I mean, I think it's going to be, it it sounds just by the raw numbers and how math works, the performance differential will be greater than the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One launch, because the Xbox One, when it launched, was running most games at 30 frames a second at 720, 900p, and you had 1080p, 30 for a lot of titles for the PlayStation 4. Yeah. We'll we'll wait to be seen. Um, SSDs, they both have SSDs. Sony's is faster, but SSDs have been out for ages, and it hasn't redefined gaming. So if it does, it's going to be very finite. It's going to be very finite examples of that happening.
1: Yeah, it's just going to be super minimal.
0: I don't see Sony being able to fully utilize that because they want to have PlayStation Now, they want to release their games out on PC. Um, they're doing Death Draining. They're doing Horizon Zero hur- Overdone. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Last of Us, uh, Last of Us Part Two comes out in about a year to PC. And for them to be able to build games um, and release More. them on anything, anything else in the PlayStation 5, <laughs> they're going to have to have these ideals in mind that they can't just target this five um, bits per second SSD but and then it's going to be fairly noticeable the difference in at least visual fidelity possibly um that's me entirely speculating off the numbers any anything on that one or you want to tackle a little bit
1: (laughs) no i mean you pretty much you know hit it i i really don't have much to say about it i'm not much into the uh techie side of you know games as much as you are but from what it sounds like it's definitely just going to be a rat race for good running games not even really a rat race we just we already know now which is going to be better which is going to be quote-unquote better
0: i i'm just I gonna say i'll be surprised if digital is and doing videos of games released on both consoles and there's not like a, a visible noticeable difference more than just frame rate snag, frame rate snacks here and there. Um, because the engine they have, I forget, like, exactly what the engine's called. I, I'd have to look at that, honestly. The Tempus engine is what it's called. And that's supposed to um, relieve a lot of CPU usage as well. But I would love to learn more about the different software optimizations that sony is going to also try to pull on their side as well um speaking about optimization the um the xbox series x released a new optimization trailer it's honestly kind of cool um they talk about how they're going to be optimizing old games new games and how the series x is going to be playing them at taking your 30 frames a second games making them play seamlessly at 120 frames a second going to be adding HDR and just your games in general are going to be improved and anything with this optimized for Series X emblem on it is going to just perform phenomenally better because there's a certain grade you need to hit to get that emblem added to your game so it'll be really interesting to see how that actually real life. Um, Also today it leaked that Microsoft's showcase is going to be on July 23rd a Thursday about two weeks away
1: yeah uh three 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 weeks weeks maybe uh yeah three weeks
0: yeah so a a little little around three weeks so yeah it's a little bit of a wait longer wait than i'd want to to see what they're working on but uh, i think we'll tackle that a little bit closer to when maybe some more information leaks right now but just a date's really nice to have yeah um another piece of information leaked from microsoft that was interesting in next gen news is the xbox series s what's your take on this pp let let you get some runtime in here (laughs) uh
1: i mean i don't really i mean you know
0: it's i thought you'd at least talk about how i'm gonna have to break one and send it to you
1: i mean definitely you're gonna have to do that um It is interesting to see if it releases before uh, the other consoles. I know IGN, there's rumors that it reportedly is going to be revealed in August. So if we might see it, we might see it next month and we might get it sooner. If, If that was sort of like their, if it's going to be their sort of, you know, step in front of PlayStation, like we're going to release our smaller edition for the Xbox uh that'd be really interesting to see and What's, what the price point I, i'm really interested to see what the price is because the xbox uh s xbox one s is only like what two hundred dollars
0: i think i'm trying to remember i think technically it's priced at 300 but like most of the discounts you get on it, you can usually get it for around 200
1: yeah. So I mean I wouldn't be surprised if it was 300 and uh you know Xbox uh the new Xbox would be 400 500
0: like right now um what is it the office episode of when they um there's a murder in Savannah and they're all <laughs> sitting at the end of the episode with the guns out of each other's heads like yeah just who's going to with- <laughs> go who's going to go who's going to go just like the guns like they're playing like yeah really it's just a mexican and, like, a standoff try, like a mexican standoff like right now with the prices it's a mexican standoff between like the series x xbox series x and um playstation fives and yeah. like whether that series s even makes sense in the marketplace because you are getting a you are getting a machine that's going to be like i Half the size well you're gonna I guess uh machines half the size but also like half the power of the xbox series x so like i and mean that, but and, could... and, and, and that's going to be like in between the playstation 5 and the series x then like if that price differential isn't great enough for the playstation 5 all digital edition which i mean might cost less does it really have a place in the marketplace if it sells for 300 and the playstation 4 all digital So they get the Series S, the Xbox Series S for three hundred. You can get the all digital PlayStation Four for four hundred, and like five hundred for the one with the disc drive for PlayStation Five, and a Series X for five hundred dollars. Like, I feel like the one that I would tell everyone to go get, if you can only afford one, and you only have so much money, I would tell you the. I would, I would upgrade to the all-digital PlayStation 5 if, like, money was an issue for me. Yeah, I mean... And, it, like, it, I, I like Xbox. Like, I, I love the Xbox platform. Like, I Series X will be the platform I play majority of my games. Oh, year. yeah.
1: It'd be everything. But... And, uh,
0: but at the price point, it's an issue for people. I would point... I wouldn't point them to the Series S then. That, that's just me. I'm a techie guy, so, like, having the best like, specs you could possibly get for your money value, I would think the PlayStation 4 money value is a better proposition. Maybe. Um, the price point argument I have seen, though, is like, hey, if you get a PlayStation 5 and you get one game, you're looking at, like on top of sell tax, at least 100 extra bucks. Uh, like, so yeah. if you pay 400 in a game, you're out the door, at the very least, not getting a second five, controller five. Or, or another anything else you are looking at an extra hundred dollars and if you get like a series s or x you can walk out of that console you can walk out with a xbox games for a game pass for yeah. 10, 10 bucks a month and they run a promotional if you buy it with like a series s or x for like 20 dollars or 40 dollars, and you can be a, a lot subscription. Cheap, yeah you're getting every first party game plus on top. So you're getting like Halo Infinite, you're getting Forza, you're getting whatever else they come out with that first year for that like extra. And you don't
1: have to buy it either because you already have it if so, you got fucking games or game
0: pass. So that's, so, I mean, that's I definitely that feel like that'll they, be. That's it'll something be, they can't help undercut.
1: Yeah, that'll be a very big deciding factor in their sales, I feel like.
0: So it, it, again, this Mexican standoff of who's gonna pull the trigger first is kind of getting old. I just want to hear prices, like, but like technically the Series X S isn't even announced yet, so it's it's a bit annoying. I I honestly hope that if the Series S is a real thing, like they kind of just throw it out there in like a press release, like in a week or two.
1: Yeah, and going back real quick to uh, topic number two something that really pissed me off this week honestly i've been seeing so many ads on youtube for the new xbox one and like still don't know shit about it like
0: what don't you what don't you know about it that you want to know
1: i just we haven't seen their conference and shit yet i mean like yeah we know like you know the mechanical shit with it but if you're going to start advertising it, I want to start seeing prices and I want to start seeing pre-order now. Uh, it's just, it's make, it's like just titillating me with, oh yeah, you know, Xbox one X, you know, but you don't know shit about it really. And I was, See, I was watching you. Just- I was just watching YouTube videos today and like IGN earlier on my computer and it was just like saw ads for them. Like, Fuck off, dude. I don't want to see shit for this right now. Like, can't even like fucking pre order, and I don't know like the numbers. Like, I don't want to look at it right now.
0: Um, I I get what you're saying it's like you're marketing something without like a bullseye to hit right now. Like, we haven't seen gameplay of Halo Infinite, we haven't, haven't, yeah, we we haven't haven't
1: seen anything. A we Forza know how it, gameplay yeah. trailer we've seen. We it know how either. it's gonna run, but we haven't seen shit that makes me want to buy it.
0: I mean, when they announced the new um, Samsung Galaxy or the new iPhone, they don't show you what software you're gonna uh, need on that phone. They just like show you like here's our pretty new phone, like buy it, buy yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean,
1: I mean, we both bought it. You know, we both we both got the same phone. <laughs> so hold on. Did you did you murder somebody? I,
0: I like to I like to put the dirt back to people's mirrors, you know? <laughs> it's just important to me to put things back where they belong.
1: <laughs> like you've been gone a while. We were supposed to start this about 2 hours ago and
0: I've been busy, okay?
1: Yeah, busy killing, busy murdering. That's why that ambulance that Wayne Blanche just drove by.
0: Um so a- a- anyways, it is weird how aggressive their marketing and how much they haven't shown. It's a little worries me a little bit. They're waiting till the end of the next month. And we didn't really get much news since the beginning of May. There's been a, a few drops here and there, but like they haven't been substantial pieces. Most of them have been leaks. So I would, and I
1: mean what they could be doing too is just, you know, again, teasing us with like, Oh yeah, we'll show you like, you know, we got a little trailer for you guys. And then for the console, but then we're going to wait until like fall, like like say, we'll wait till like August, September to show you everything for it and then drop everything that you want for it.
0: Th- the same sizzler cl- um reels they do for the indie showcase usually at e3 every year like they honestly should do like a 15 second or 20 second one of those for the xbox series one of just gameplays like two seconds of like a bunch of gameplays even unannounced things so people are like sitting there pausing yeah. rewatching, pausing rewatching, watching exactly pausing, just re-watching. getting the people hype would, up people would be like tearing themselves apart i'm like i don't know what the hell this game is like yeah there's two seconds of gameplay and like it's like really quick motion and like it's gone like what is this what's this what's this it's gonna make you want to
1: buy it right now i almost don't want to buy it because i don't know what the fuck i'm getting for it besides like halo infinite cool
0: well look on the bright side you can't buy it right now you can't pre-order either console because they're still in a mexican standoff
1: yeah um but like if they
0: did like a 20 second season um trailer they could even do show 2k and madden and like other things you know like some sweat demos yeah and and like they could also throw in like three unannounced games in there and people will literally sit there for hours and talk about it and replay replay and replay and you can maybe even get one of those youtube records that sony always is really great at capturing of like people (laughs) replaying your thing so much in 24 hour period for a video game
1: oh yeah
0: I mean, Microsoft, just hire me for your uh, marketing team. I can, I, I I would just give me a, a huge right. wallet. I would yeah. drop, I would have dropped money on Cyberpunk already. I would have dropped money on this Sizzler trailer. And you're like, whoa, we want to <sighs> save like the suspense. I'm like, no one's going to know what the hell you're showing. Just show up something completely out of context that looks really cool. And people will sit there for weeks and just speculate what the hell you just showed them. Yeah. Like you don't have to I tell would. you don't have to tell the people anything just no. just give them some something just give something to, to
1: think about yeah to think about and it's like to... throwing
0: a turkey dinner behind a glass wall of a starving uh, man like he's got to <laughs> salivate de- salivate and like drool on that glass but you know he wants that turkey dinner you just have to like show it to him for two seconds and w- tear it away from him yeah and he's already having that puddle of water underneath his um like start the form underneath his chin so i i don't know microsoft just throw me a bone here
1: yeah that's really I, what i'm asking my, for. this is
0: this is my interviewing um video process team. yeah I, part I, I, two. Hope, I hope you guys take it because i mean i i personally think like nintendo could also like destroy things with the um studios they have and the um properties they have but like i feel like they waste too much time on Zelda. That, don't, that don't have mass appeal i mean zelda has mass appeal But like the yeah of, if you have a fucking energy.
1: if you have a nintendo switch zelda no. has a mass appeal mass-
0: i don't have
1: it i don't have it i don't have a switch i don't know anybody with a switch besides you and dane and like i never hear you guys talk about zelda so
0: i honestly was playing zelda on the plane ride um home last week so i
1: actually only hear you guys talk about pokemon whatever that is that's just more fun to talk about than anything.
0: <laughs> you would
1: think Zelda would be more fun to talk about if, like,
0: dude, Zelda
1: of heavy hitters. Zelda, Nintendo- came-
0: <laughs> Zelda came out, like, five years ago. I'm hoping, honestly, I'm really, really hoping, um, which I don't think is going to happen at this point because they haven't said anything. They have a N- Nintendo Direct, and they announced uh, what's happening with Breath of the Wild 2, and they fixed Breath of the Wild 2, and they actually make it a Zelda game instead of, like, a Souls game. <laughs> that's my hope.
1: It, well, you know what? You can only hope, but you're just one person, so your opinion doesn't matter.
0: I just want them to stop putting so much resources as the fire emblem. I understand there's a no market for it, but you could make a mass appeal market, and like, why not hit everyone instead of like a handful of people? I don't know. I I'm just I'm just riffing <laughs> here.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter because you're not going to get what you want. That's so, how life
0: works. Talking about. Um, Japanese studios. This next one's not from a Japanese studio, but it's a Japanese game. From. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Shishima, um review embargo. Let me look at my calendar. It is set for review embargo on July 14th and releases on the 16th. Two days beforehand. Um it's really interesting because sony has had such a tight grip on the review embargoes and like what people can and can't talk about and yeah. their games. i'm honestly slightly worried about only a two day b- beforehand but um just clarify well, it
1: comes me. out it comes out the 17th it comes out friday or i guess yeah thursday at midnight
0: yeah, so maybe yeah, maybe it's a three day layout, but like I I don't know I I don't like how much control Sony seemed to have with the Last of Us Part Two of what people could and couldn't talk about.
1: Well, they and don't want to spoil that, that, it. it that, that, it's a that, very highly anticipated game to a very successful first game, so I wouldn't want a lot of people to know shit about it either. I well, want you to find it out on your own.
0: I I think I think there's a huge difference between don't spoil the ending and don't spoil story beats but not being able to talk like the last of us part two they weren't allowed to talk about anything that anything that happened after 12 hours into the game
1: well yeah because that's fucking like probably like turning points for like interesting shit to start happening
0: but like we just sit here and talked about like things that happen like 20 hours in the game without spoiling anything like say hey some of the flashbacks were like really like great they were some of my most enjoyable parts she's like breaking her character like her her as a person's breaking like the character isn't breaking and i feel like it kind of opens up discussions if you have proper nuances just give like subjects like you can't talk about blah 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 and remember
1: what we talked about earlier is that the controller sucks, and you can crawl on the game. Like we're not held to that same standard. So we can do whatever the fuck we want. No, well, well, well. We're, not held, we're not, we're not, we're not held to the standard that, you know, IGN's held to, and we don't have to sign embargoes. If we want to, like, if we get ghost of Shima, we could do a fucking any type of review we want.
0: Well, and, and, the, review, and the, the things I'm, like, really reading into is, like, a lot of people are le- leaking a lot of information on how, like, the system works and how much pressure there is to, like, pit a certain target or, like, be kind in certain words to a game for, like, be kind because of that's what people's expectations are for it. So, like, not hurt people's expectations because that's when people come with pitchforks and torches to you. Um so like talking negative about a game could honestly hurt your career tremendously. And it's such a shame that we have people who want to like, anyone spe- speaks ill of anything they like, they want to cancel it immediately. Um, and, That's the
1: cancel culture, baby. Yeah, I love it, 2020s. Well, re-
0: review copies got um, were put into reviewers' hands I believe, Monday or Sunday. So people have co- live copies right now. They are actively reviewing it. It's nice that they did get a huge lead on working on those, um, working on those yeah, reviews. Yeah, reviews. gives them
1: a lot of time. To, it gives them fucking, what, two weeks to fucking come up with a decent review.
0: And actually play through the game in both types, hopefully, because I think those playthroughs are, hopefully, the way they show it, will be hugely different. Different, yeah. It'll um,
1: be... It's supposed to be... One's supposed to be very honorable and one's supposed to be not. But they're all sucker and Another interesting thing they're doing is not going with the uh, morale system. They don't have any sort of morale system in it.
0: But you have honorable and dishonor. Uh, dishonor.
1: <laughs> but it, it's not like, you know, your world's going to change and you're going to get, like, fucking blue lightning or red lightning. You know, it's just... You're playing as the titulate ghost who's just going around fucking terrorizing people and you're playing as an honorable samurai.
0: Yeah, you do get butterfly or firework.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's it. Those are your two emotes.
0: Well, you, you dishonor me on this one. Uh, I dishonor a lot of
1: people, okay? That's what I do in life. I'm just here to fucking cause pain and dishonor.
0: You need to learn discipline.
1: No. This isn't Diablo. I don't need discipline.
0: Um... But, but anyways, I, it, they're doing better um, than, like, Bethesda. Bethesda has been ridiculously the last few years where they r- don't give review copies. You get the day, the game day and date the same as anyone else would, and then you're, like, rushing through to review it in, like, a few hours to, like, a week sometimes they take because Bethesda hated how much they got hammered on their reviews. So, like, it's nice that... I guess Sony has such a pedigree that they haven't really been worried about getting hammered, but I think it's hard to get an honest opinion on something where people can't tell me vaguely how they feel about a game past the first 12 hours, and I don't feel like that says... It's not conducive to the whole messaging of a review not to be able to at least vaguely say, hey, I like the ending. Oh, the ending I didn't feel like felt well, and people couldn't talk vaguely about how they felt about the ending yeah and that's those are things that bother me because it's such a whole story driven game how you feel about like the middle how you feel about the ending especially if you follow a reviewer really well like that can make a huge difference in your opinion whether you pick up that game or not and i guess that's my two cents about embargoes i wish they were a little bit more freeing and I was reading like a Polygon article, and I know Polygon sometimes have inflammatory um, articles, but they were saying how they had a Sony came back and challenged them on a lot of their like things they were saying on their review, even though they didn't release a score, and they had like changed some wording because Sony wasn't happy about it. So I don't know. Some of those things kind of bother me when it's not really freedom of the press at those point those points. <laughs>
1: i mean you got all that money yeah i'm definitely gonna make you say my game's good
0: and throw you a little extra change into the table so no one's getting paid off they get pressured apparently it's like so there's not like
1: well yeah you got the you got sony's a japanese company so you got the yakuza fucking ready to beat your ass if, well you know they, they might just
0: talk about how you're dishonoring you bring your family. dishonor yeah i'm gonna they, beat your ass you dishonor might... my game <laughs> They might just say how much you dishonor them, and that might be what what comes of it. So um, we'll, we'll, I don't know, we'll see. I need to, I I want to research more into this. Maybe this will be something that uh, you know what pisses me off one week. Uh, maybe I'll read a little bit more into this. Um, Hopefully, when, be- when Bethesda releases Starfield or their next game, which probably won't happen for like another two to three years, uh, my prediction is 2022 at the earliest. 2023 I think is more likely for um, Starfield. And I know that pisses off most people. I don't even
1: uh, think that's going to fucking come out, honestly.
0: uh, It has to. I feel like they have too much money into it at this point because they took their main team off of building Skyrim, uh, not Skyrim, Elder Scrolls 6 to work on it. So I think it's one of those things that they need to really put their time and effort in to iron it out. They're also working on a new engine for that game. So they need to get that engine right so they don't make a shit ton of mistakes for their biggest franchise have like they another
1: own. fallout 76
0: fucking catastrophe i mean i think you know
1: what if what if you know just speculation what if the new elder scrolls ends up being fallout so like a carbon what? copy of fallout 76
0: you, you think though so? so what i'll be really curious is these big open world and we'll get into this a little bit deeper, but these big open world games, if they're going to go once um, Cyberpunk releases, they're going to go along those um freedom those, of choice. You no, know, they're going to go along the blueprint where um Cyberpunk is releasing its standalone game, but then spending another spending year or two a, yeah. to work on uh, the multiplayer aspects of it. So like open world multiplayer, to bring, people, aspect, bring yeah. people back, but like not rush into it, like. Of sort of face, like, sort of fall like in what their GTA face did. Their online world doesn't work.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like what GTA did with uh, Grand Theft Auto Five and Grand Theft Auto Online. You know, they waited like three months before they released GTA Online, and uh, you know, it was a rough start. But if they had, if they, I'm sure, if Rockstar had like another year to get that out and get their online going, it would have probably been a lot better at launch than it was.
0: You want to know what else is rough? Your face.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? Fucking life's rough. do with Bart,
0: it. What what do you have? Like a Brillo brush growing on your face?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm also getting growing my mop back out too, so
0: you know. Um so the getting, next... my,
1: getting my Jufro going, my Lenny Kravitz.
0: Talking about um other games that are in development is there was a tease this week for hyperscape. You wanna take that one off?
1: Hyperscape looks like their new um it's gonna be a battle royale but it looks a lot like um the new watchdogs I got a lot of heavy watchdog vibes from just looking at that just the screenshots that you sent me I was like did they just scrap watchdogs and like say fuck it we're gonna do this instead and like
0: do you have a raging clue over there Like.
1: like, uh, it's just, uh, I don't know what to think about it. it. It looks like it could be interesting. Like, but the con, like the pictures that you sent, like the screenshot you sent, it just makes it look like it's going to be more of an open world type of thing Yeah, and versus a, it's going to be like an open world battle Royale almost.
0: The, yeah. The guy that leaked that is uh, anything he leaks is like a hundred percent fact. Like he doesn't leak um, false information. So those are natural screenshots an actual game. Um, I not I don't know if Ubisoft has dated their um, E3 press conference um, yet, but it'll be interesting to see what they do on that. Like I, I think it's going to be almost like, to me, the vibes I got off of that, and I know it's not going to be popular on um, the game I mentioned that I got vibes from on it.
1: Oh, God. Please don't say Overwatch.
0: No, I was going to say it reminded me of Crackdown.
1: Okay. Uh, no. I don't get crackdown vibes. From no, them. like they're
0: I, like it, it, like that metropolis, like heavy city, like it almost seems like a battle royale, um, in the same kind of world as Crackdown.
1: Well, see, that's where I get that's where I get you the get, idea that it's you know like a watchdog spinoff. It because I mean
0: it's, it looks very cyberpunky kind of type world, similar to Crackdown, where you're like this neon New York City like building like neighborhoods and like you you just drop down there a hundred people the um.
1: That's gonna be a real fucking clusterfuck, though, dude. I mean,
0: urban, just urban environments. Like, yeah. I think that's gonna be well if you have the abilities that like you're able to like grapple onto the walls and like climb around and wall run and things like that. It's like fast-paced, like Titanfall combat, but 100 people playing death matches in a sprawl city and you're able to maneuver like that, and that's, like, from the screenshots, it looks like you're able to cl- climb on walls, I imagine. Or wall, have some sort of Wall jet running, pack. jetpacking, um, yeah. like, grapple hooks, like, Meta those are... Suit, I, I, think, I think it's gonna be a lot of mobility, um, fast mobility. Ver- very vertical game. Man-handing. So, yeah. I, I think being in that, like, city setting makes sense. Like, it's like being in Spider-Man. You can't just be in an open field, because, like, what the hell are you gonna swing off of? What are you gonna jump yeah. off of? so i think it'd be a very vertical dense urban environment because you don't have as many you don't have any game that has verticality where you have high maneuverability grappling hooks i mean i don't know maybe fortnite has something like that i don't i don't think well, yeah, so yeah i was going to
1: say the fortnite building can
0: add verticality to you it you can pretty- add verticality but you're not dropped in a map that's urban environment that and that's all you have like in all battle royale games you have some urban but you have some open fields you have like different it's more wilderness than it is urban. And if you yeah. had just urban, like a huge sprawling like map, like you have on like PUBG, that's all urban, nice. And you have the verticality you could have in there and travel quickly with grappling hooks and jumping over jetpacks. I think that would add a whole new layer and element. It could be a make or break. It could you're, be. You're differentially, you're adding differential abilities to your platform then and you're bringing something new to the table that hasn't been done.
1: Yeah I mean, well eh,
0: yeah, because you it's have to do something new at this point because like Call of Duty is like struggling to overtake um, Apex and um, I mean they're leading, but like they're struggling against Apex and Fortnite still and like their new thing that they're releasing this week is 200 man death matches. Which we'll see how well that works because I think that's just a crash <laughs> waiting to happen.
1: Oh god! As soon as you said two hundred, I was just like, oh, it's not gonna work. It, it's just not gonna work. We'll see. But yeah, maybe
0: maybe you'll get one to two jump like circles and they'll slowly form into each other. And they just hope enough people die and they don't play friendly with each other. <laughs> I, I don't. I nobody's don't know nobody's
1: teaming. Nobody's teaming on fucking.
0: It's all about teaming <laughs> that game. It's
1: all head. about teaming.
0: Um, so it'll be really interesting. Um, one nice thing is Ubisoft is done, even if they launch this game and it like just tanks, like they are so supportive of their studios. Oh they'll, yeah, they'll work on this game for an entire year to make and like slowly fine tune it, slowly fine tune it, fine tune it, fine tune it to whatever the people who are sticking with it to make them happy and they'll create a game that that player base loves and then that usually pulls in more people because they have like a fluid game like after year come they did this with rainbow six siege they did this with honor it
1: adds a quality of life i mean dishonored was fucking or was it no for honor for For honor Honor was i played the shit out of that for two years
0: but yeah. I heard it just tremendously became almost a different game and like in a year or so did Rainbow Six Siege and they fixed all yeah. the flaws in the game and they spent, they kept putting money into it and believing in this, these products and not enough developers believe in products like take EA for Anthem, for example. That game was said they were going to rework it, rework it, and they're like, okay, well, we're going to shut up and we're going to completely relaunch this game
1: yeah anthem 2.0 where you at because i'm ready to fucking love this game
0: well they didn't even like say anything at like their EA no. play about it which blew and that's what fuck,
1: yeah that blew my fucking mind
0: because like for Give, two months
1: they were like yeah anthem 2.0 anthem next
0: da, da, da. well like, and anthems one year anniversary they didn't do anything for it no they just, like they pretend like it just didn't exist didn't fucking
1: happen it's just that fucking redheaded stepsister dude
0: but it, like it's important to keep those audience engaged so you have a player base to say hey oh my god this is fixed and bring people in see if these did this really well final fantasy 14 did yep. this really well like you support those player bases you become a large industry player like see if these is highly streamed now oh um,
1: god i remember that final first came out, f- dude. there was nothing is- you could do
0: Final Fantasy 14 is like a highly played game now. Like Rainbow Six Siege, For Honor, like those are games of proving that works. I'm really curious. Um, Division's been like a year old now. I haven't heard about a huge renaissance of that, but like I wonder how no, I they mean, stick that and like if they were able to bring that game back because that concept I mean, for that game I loved.
1: The Division Two is on the up and up. Like obviously they did what they did with Watchdogs was was they fucked up the first one but then they brought everything that they eventually got into the first division into the second one. And now we're just increasing off of that and listening to the feedback from the community, from the players, from their developers, everybody. I mean, that game is pretty top notch. I, I play it often. You know, I jump back into it when there's a new update after I finished the, you know, 10 hours of gameplay that they added. I mean, they got raids. You know, they got shit that people enjoy. It's just like Destiny. I mean, after they separated from Activision, they're gonna—they're just skyrocketing now.
0: Well, the and Destiny is another one that's really like came a long way from Destiny when it launched the Destiny, um, to when it launched and how much they were able to add to those things. Mhm. And really grow those really grow those platforms and really make it something special. Uh, the only thing that worries me about destiny at this point is at this point there, they have pl- paid content that they're locking behind walls here and there. And it, it's not really nice. To, like make someone pay for something and I'm like, Oh, well, we're going to take that DLC away from you and we'll bring it back at a later date, like not having access to like your things constantly makes sense if it's like something you could only lock like during a certain season like, Hey, this time next season, it'll be coming back out. But like to like pay for like an extra planet and then lose access to that kind of seems or like a raid paying for that DLC and losing access to it seems a little, well,
1: you're not losing access to it. I mean, the only thing you're not having access to is if you download the free to play version, you have to purchase like the expansions. It's almost just like with, wow i mean you get the base game but then you gotta buy each expansion and after yeah. it went after it went free to play you still got you know you still get a lot of the base game and i think they have bundles where you know you pay 20 bucks and you get fucking the forsaken shore fucking well
0: they're they're, bring, they're bringing out parts back and like areas back from um destiny one but they're also like taking away certain planets for time periods that you've gotten DLC of Destiny 2. I'm not huge into Destiny. Like, I know I've read on this. I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and that's one of their biggest gripes. And I've seen articles. Their biggest gripe is like, is it right to be able to take away DLC, to bring more content, take away something that people paid for, for like a limited time, and then bring it back? I don't know. It's, it's, It's interesting of how that will come, but like, I mean, I'm sure that'll get addressed at some point. I'm sure there's still content that um the Xbox users still can't get because of the marketing deal they have with Sony. Oh um, uh, yeah.
1: But hopefully with that market hopefully with them breaking off their marketing deal is like dead in the water.
0: Well one thing I've heard that's really cool about Destiny is you're able to take your character between platforms now, which is yeah. huge. At being able to like jump from PC to Xbox to PlayStation. I I think – I'm hoping more games do that because there's so many games that, like, I get locked to a platform, but I would love to jump here and play with my friends, jump here to play with my friends, um, or just, like, have consoles in different rooms and play the same game.
1: And, I mean, like, you and Dane don't play Destiny, and, like, I could probably never get you guys into playing Destiny. But my friends on PlayStation, like, one of my friends, Pirate, religiously plays Destiny. That's, like, the only game he probably ever plays and
0: i've been waiting for you to get an overwatch with me maybe overwatch 2
1: yeah maybe overwatch 2 and maybe i can get you into destiny 2 if overwatch 2 is uh, well
0: if they launched a destiny 3 i would have tried it with you i would they're they're, not they're not launching a destiny 3 because they're they're they're
1: fucking they're pulling out they're pulling a pocket page from uh, wow they're just building on this fucking ecosystem that they already have
0: so you're telling me they got away from activision blizzard but they're going to steal the blizzard model got it yeah <laughs> let's yeah so we got a little bit away from hyperscape there but i i thought it like made a really good um conversational piece um, next one is i don't know how well you're versed with this because i know you're not a weeb um i think you're far from a weeb i think you run away <laughs> from asian um, culture a lot of times yeah. um i like to dip my feet in here and there yeah um,
1: the, o- the only asian culture i like is tiger woods <laughs> that's the only asian culture i can get behind tiger woods wu-tang clan yeah wu-tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with wu-tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with
0: um but anyways uh the next one is uh topic is uh what is square enix working on these days Um, another jrpg hey I I don't I don't know why they get called JRPGs at this point cuz they've like broken away from that template and they've really done more of western developing so like at this point can't we just call them RPGs? JRPG. JRPG. Cuz I mean they basically made a wow. They basically made uh like Jade Empire. JRPG. <laughs> um anyways, uh, is, it RPG. I, is, is it weird I went with Jada? <laughs> I got that out of Hall yeah. I could pick. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was a little too on the nose. <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: J R P G. have
0: Dishonored us um, <laughs> yet
1: again. This is just this episode just needs to be called um, Dishonored.
0: When I went to um, we well we might get a cease or people might think it's false advertising because it has nothing to do with the game Dishonored and that would be misleading for the topics we talk about. um but when i went to korea um i picked up um i don't don't know the the head nodding to like say thank you and to show respect and my um friend that was lives in korea it was showing me around and he got mad that like i would bow and thank his friends but i wouldn't do to him i was like I met you in America, man. I treat you like Americans. <laughs> I'm, I, I, you, culturally, you, you um, are American to me. <laughs> he's from Korea, and he like, took so much offense. I, like, I bowed to other people, but not him.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would probably be a bit of a problem because it's showing a sign of disrespect,
0: probably. No, no, it's just a sign of respect. It's not, I think, out. I don't think it's disrespectful not to do it. It's just a sign of respect to do it.
1: Yeah, but it's disrespectful. It's not like not I'm giving it's not, not like
0: I'm giving the middle finger and I'd say, "Hey, this is for you." Everyone else, bow.
1: <laughs> Anyways, what is Square Enix working on?
0: Well, I mean, I want to s- wildly speculate because Square Enix has announced they're going to be announcing games um, all July and August. They're gonna uh, piecemeal us um, various sayings. I know at least one Square Enix property that you do play and you will play. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. Yeah, they bought um a few can uh, kin- a few um developers over here in the um, west over the last few years. They bought Crystal Dynamics and Eidos you know, Montreal.
1: I mean, honestly, I don't know if you- did you play the newest uh, Tomb Raider?
0: No, I didn't. Crystal Dynamics didn't work on that. I haven't. I haven't played it. Um, they had the Montreal Studio work on it instead of so the Crystal Dynamics, because Crystal Dynamics was working on the vendor's property.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was it was alright. Um, it was their first whack at it, so I mean...
0: It was an end-of-the-world
1: crisis game. It was a typical Tomb Raider game, like, you know, supernatural forces to so of the world
0: Did the world end? Story over?
1: Story I wish. Over.
0: I wish. So... I mean, it, it's. I think it became such a popular franchise. One of my friends, um, it's his absolute favorite franchise. I
1: um, mean, it's been a popular franchise since like the fucking what? '90s, late I, '90s.
0: I don't use that friend's particular name. I just call him "Hey Fucker" most of the time. But um, talking about he, Dane. No, no. <laughs> you think you think Dane has taste? Like he likes like like heavy narrative driven story games no yeah he likes like,
1: uh he likes kingdom come deliverance that's a hairy story driven narrative game
0: no it's not narrative driven game though it's uh it's a open world exploration game um very different than like a very like hey you're stuck in this room get to the end of here go to your next quest next quest next quest kind of like thing like there's no sprawling side quests so it's not wouldn't it be his cup of tea um Dane wouldn't be able to make up a story in his head and tell himself, like, this, and this, and this, <laughs> this, this happened to make him happy. What the story's happening because he cannot tell enough of the story about um, Tomb Raider because they actually do a good job covering the full story. <laughs> that would bother him too much if someone started covering a good full story. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he wouldn't be able to use his imagination but
0: it's one of my favorite one of my friends like favorite games he absolutely loves the first one Loved the second one more and, and like surprisingly to me he he's like i absolutely love the third one too it wasn't you could tell someone else worked on it but he's like yeah. i'm chomping at the bit wanting to play another one so like i wouldn't be surprised that studios now working on like their own like now they they got that trilogy done, like start working on like a whole new direction to take the Tomb Raider franchise. And do you see them taking it like a direction, like more on the scale of taking it off the rails, like Un- Uncharted and uh, um, Uncharted game? Because I mean, that's the most relatable game or like The Last of Us and like sort of taking it in a different direction, like more of an open world Breath of the Wild direction. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would
1: definitely be real interesting to see an open-world Tomb Raider game with different zones, and
0: I mean, kind of like Horizon Zero Dawn, like Tomb Raider, Horizon Zero Dawn, with like different, like actual tombs and sections you have to get to pieces, all all these clues together to ultimately unlock the final tomb and like the legacy of the mission. Like, I I think it could work.
1: It could it could work. They would have to have. They would, kind, it would have to like
0: a Horizon Zero Dawn and Arkham kind of combine the best parts of
1: both. Yeah, they could do that, or like even like a Spider Man and Horizon and Batman just have a three way love child, and then boom, here's a new Tomb Raider like that's sprung from the three a, of these.
0: We have a Alo, Peter Parker, and Bruce Lane making yeah. a love child, and it comes out to be this British this British woman with a long ponytail.
1: Yeah, this bust, <laughs> this this busty British woman
0: that uses two guns at all times. Oh yeah, you know what upsets me the most about that game, and you know I can always find something to criticize. Yeah. is all all the games up to that point just had her always holding two guns, two guns. Like you ever see girls like they love dressing up as Laura Croft because they have to put like almost no effort into it, other than putting in like a french braid gotta, in their hair
1: yeah you gotta but cut they always up.
0: they always have two guns and you know what i in tomb raider i can never use two guns and like that's the feature i'm missing ever since um halo 2 so like someone bring us back dual wielding
1: yeah dueling needs to be a thing in every video we say that i say that about PUBG all the time i need dual wielding dual wielding
0: sidearms like i like come on yeah. people if i'm gonna have sidearms at least make them matter like yeah last of us um why can't i have my revolver and pistol all at the same time
1: because that's not realistic for that game it's a very realistic it's a realistic, realistic. game that
0: everyone's playing psps yeah like yeah when was the last time you ever <laughs> saw someone play a psp i'll <laughs> see people on mass transit play switches because no one owns them but i'll see them on airplanes and mass transit but i've not seen a vita in years
1: no i i almost bought a vita like probably seven years ago and never did because it was just like yeah not a kid anymore i got an xbox i got a playstation i'm good to go
0: like i have a phone and a social life to keep up to, to keep busy with while i'm not playing games <laughs> well, that well, I yeah. ignore enough that i ignore like for like eight hours at a time and people are like yeah. hey um why don't you pick up my phone or um text me like because you like, i was
1: playing with my friends on xbox for the last 15 hours leave me alone
0: you're like you were texting me all day and then you just disappeared are you seeing another girl and i'm like yeah, you know, I have, her name's uh, Xbox. Yeah, her name's Xbox. We've been a long-term um, commitment <laughs> since I was a little boy and I discovered my, bodily, my, my body had needs to be fulfilled that could only be fulfilled by my Xbox.
1: Yeah. It's just something about that controller and just those rubber joysticks that I just... Ugh.
0: So um, I'm, uh, I'm going to ask you about a few other properties that Square Enix has the keys to and let me know if you're interested or not and tell me at what scale are you interested and not interested and
1: do not say kingdom hearts
0: and what could they do to bring you into those, that fold. And, um, I'm going to start off with the first one on my list, kingdom hearts.
1: (laughs) I've never once played kingdom hearts and I don't ever plan to, there's nothing you can do to get me to play that game.
0: Yeah. Nothing. Goofy, Donald Duck, and Mickey Mouse, and that's not enough to convince you to play Kingdom Hearts? Uh, and not only no. that, they brought but you in... you
1: got all the Disney characters, too. No.
0: No, not not just Disney. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, they're unbiased. it, whatever. Um, <laughs> what if they brought in Spider-Man? They did a Marvel and a Star Wars Kingdom Hearts. They only covered lucas arts films and they only covered marvel films with kingdom hearts for the next chapter would that get you in no probably not because what do you you think about it though
1: no because it'd still be a kingdom hearts game it'd still be a fucking jrpg at the end of the day and i don't play jrpgs
0: so that's where you're wrong actually kingdom hearts has always been a hack of slash it's not a jrpg it looks like a jrpg they use animated style <laughs> assembly in jrpgs that is true but only one only the um human characters are jrpgs the rest are disney characters so you're saying if they got ripped off the disney parts if they ripped they, off they, they, the they, anime they, parts and put like and they stylized it like like star wars clone wars the cartoon no no it's going to be animated let's be honest and they bring in star wars and they bring in like just a superhero spin to it where you're like getting becoming a jedi or using superhero abilities when i get you in
1: no because i could just play kotor phone and play as a jedi Square
0: enix i'm gonna convince them to switch and if, up. If, if, if microsoft doesn't pick me up on their marketing team you know, you can get me because i'm pitching this my ass off on this guy right now <laughs> about this game. He doesn't want it, and I'm going to shove it down his throat until he wants it. So, if I'm, you were like I'm a Jedi superpower, you wouldn't be able to be in it. If they change, so, if they change the art style, it's already hack and slash. It plays a lot like Bayonetta or like Devil May Cry. Uh, Lower skill level for sure. But yeah, it's, or, at the end of the day, it's about hit combos and power ups. At the mean, end of the day.
1: If they make it more like a devil may cry, I'd probably play it honestly.
0: So if they matured it, made it look more mature, if they matured bringing it, it Star Wars and Marvel and they went into those universes instead of Disney angle, maybe. Yeah, maybe.
1: Okay. If you gave if you gave me like if you if you definitely matured it and you gave me a Wolverine that like like I need blood and gore in my video games, pretty much, at the end of the day. I mean, I need to I need to murder puppies and I need to run over whores on the
0: streets and, and like, you're you're asking me why the ambulance were at my house?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you see there's no ambulance in my house. and the fireworks have actually stopped too. Um
0: okay. but so but what no I mean is I sold you on a Kingdom Hearts if I was able to mature it and bring in different different universes that you actually cared about. So if I brought in Fox, Marvel and um, lucas films you'd be you'd be you'd take a look
1: i i don't know how you'd be able to meld superheroes and jedis together but you that could seems like
0: it, a no-brainer to me <laughs>
1: how the fuck are you gonna, how are you gonna get people who use fucking space magic and people who have
0: earth powers? magic I mean, Doc, have Doctor seen, Strange
1: is the I, only person with Earth magic, and fucking seen,
0: Wanda. Have you seen Psylops? Or Psy, Who? Cyclops. It? No, no. Olivia Munn played her. Psylops? Psylops?
1: Cyclops. Something. Yeah. Um.
0: I mean, she basically has a lightsaber for a hand and has space magic in her head. So, I mean,
1: it's still far fetched.
0: I. I mean i think i think I don't think it's very far fetched because there are characters that use swords or are characters that use telekinesis like it's it's it, they're basically the same thing <laughs> it's a if, very valid point if, if batman can come up with tools and fight people that like Rosalind ghoul who actually has magic to make himself immortal and I mean, you have Doctor Strange and things like that. I'm like, what's the difference between Earth magic, space magic, and all this? You have affinity Stones that can turn back time. Like,
1: magic's magic.
0: Yeah. It's all fake. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, you have, you have um, Chewie and the Incredible Hawk just beating the shit out of each other. Doesn't no?
1: The Incredible Hawk would fucking massacre Chewbacca,
0: dude. What about what about
1: Thor and Chewie? You and need like, you no. You need like a fucking uh. Spider-Man you, and Chewie? you need a Rancor to fucking fight the Hulk.
0: You wouldn't pay to see Hulk fight a Rancor? I would pay to see that,
1: but I wouldn't pay $60 to see it.
0: So what you're saying is... you Give me you, a free you'd be, game. You'd be interested, but... It needs you want, to be free. You'd want to wait for the sale for $30. Got it. it.
1: needs to, No, it needs to be free.
0: Okay, let's move on. Um, so What's the we, next we, one? We, 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 we um, did... Uh, kingdom hearts we did tomb raider avengers are you gonna get that one
1: okay. i am gonna get the avengers is skeptical as it looks i might get it i haven't pre-ordered it yet i kind of want to play the beta but i also don't want to spoil anything for myself so the
0: game well i think your character carries over your character I like all your upgrades similar to the the, the- I don't know why they call them beta. They should just call it demo. Just be honest. It's just yeah. like a play test server demo. Um, I mean, like, it comes
1: out in fucking what two months, so yeah, it's really just a demo. They're, they're
0: fine tuning the server setup and the multiplayer. But anyways, um, I think your character um, progress carries over, and you're gonna cover Miss Marvel, not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. So, yeah, that looks interesting. I would love to know more about the story.
1: I, want, I really want to see what they're doing with the roster. I need to know if I'm going to be able to play as my favorite Marvel heroes.
0: It, and like, they're detailing that as like future DLC, but like give me a calendar of what your DLC is going to be. Nothing makes me more of than mad than like, hey, by this year pass. But yeah. you know, here's our first DLC. After that, we'll let you know. I'm like, just let me know what I'm paying for.
1: Yeah, give me a roadmap. Right now they don't have any roadmap, any like direction that are going. They're just like, in the future you're gonna get more superheroes
0: nothing pisses me off more than paying for something and not give me a roadmap um bioware tricked me on that with uh, madison spectrum drama and i'm never buying future <laughs> dlc till that bitch comes out yeah and it's like reviewed and vetted i will just drop out till that gets done I'll, I'll i'll miss out and play catch up. i don't care yeah talk about not having roadmaps final fantasy 7 did that Almost convince you because that plays way more like a traditional Western RPG hack and slash than it does a traditional JRPG. It definitely
1: plays like Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, Um,
0: and you like Final Fantasy fifteen?
1: I did. I played,
0: even though you don't like JRPGs. I know it's
1: because it wasn't your typical JRPG. You know, it wasn't like that
0: turn-based style. Yeah, it wasn't turn-based. So, like Final Fantasy seven. Did 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 you end up getting that?
1: No, I have not got any yet on my PlayStation. I probably, if anything, I'll probably wait until the like the full full of the game is released, like the full episodes, because they're broken up into episodes, which doesn't really make sense to me. But what the fuck ever.
0: Yeah, that's another game that has zero clue what it's doing, has a lot of bad marketing, in my opinion. And I love Final Fantasy franchise. The- I've been playing every Final Fantasy game since Final Fantasy. I mean, I've played Final Fantasy 2, I think three.: I It's just the cult seven, following eight, nine. I played a little bit of 11, 12, 13, haven't played 14 and played 15. And um, it's honestly, a cult
1: following that they have really at the end of the day. I mean, people I, are going to buy it no matter I, what.:
0: I play a Final Fantasy Mobile game to this day. and like, I will not pick up Final Fantasy 17 because it says Final Fantasy 7 remake, and they have no road roadmap. Or, r- roadmap or clue when they're gonna release the next part, how many parts it's going to be, and whether they're even gonna finish all the parts. So like till you are honest Give me- you pit you pit Final Fantasy VII remake part one and you're like we're gonna have four parts, I'm not giving you any money until you no, have a, you until have you a have a
1: complete until you have a complete because digital edition.
0: I'm not gonna let you bait me around for a Piece mailing me a game and not have a clue how many parts we're gonna have or a clue what your release schedule is. Like I don't care if you have to like fix that scheduling. Let me know like, hey, we're gonna do this in three parts. We're gonna do this in four parts. We're gonna try to release it every two years. I'm on board then. But yeah, like, I, I know I played the full game. I'm happy with the full game. I'm happy with the story it was. I don't need to relive it in a different someone else's imagination to feel fulfilled. And until you give me some honesty marketing and you put a part one in there. And tell me how many parts are, I'm out. And I love Final Fantasy games.
1: Yeah, I mean, what they're doing is uh, they're sort of just stringing people along. You know, like, it's almost a nostalgic run of the they're original playing- FUCK.
0: They're playing on it's, people's emotions.
1: Yeah, it's it's nostalgia and they're gonna be able to continue to get money off of it by releasing these parts because people are gonna pay. If they if they release the parts and they're fucking like sixty dollars each, people are gonna fucking buy it. Like you're gonna have some people in that group that are like, uh, eh, what the fuck? But they're still gonna buy it and still happily play the game that they can just go back and play on their fucking PS1.
0: And one thing I really wanted to read and I haven't found was someone who didn't play Final Fantasy VII, the original, had no nostalgic vi- um, vision for the game, and I wanted them to play Final Fantasy VII Remake and actually give me their opinion, start to finish, of what they thought this was as a full game, because they're selling it as a full game, so I want someone to review it as a full game, never have any thought of how the original played, and give me their honest thought of, like, as a $60 game, how do you feel about this? Yeah. And if anyone ever hears this and wants to reach out to me and tell me that your thoughts and you never played the original, you have zero nostalgia. As a sixty dollars game, how do you feel about this? Because I feel like if you have no just not nostalgia, you play this as Final Fantasy VII remake, and this is your Final Fantasy VII experience. Do you feel cheated for sixty dollars and it not saying this is only part one? Because well, how about this? You I have. Buy... i've this? Who are huge Final Fantasy VII fans. And they had zero clue this was only part of how many parts. They had no clue they thought it was a full game.
1: How about this? You buy that for my PlayStation, and I'll play it, and I'll review it in, like, a couple weeks.
0: I mean, but you hate um, JRPG art styles. I couldn't get you to play Kingdom Hearts no matter what. I That's
1: mean, it. no. But this, is,
0: this is as a Wii a game as it gets. <clears throat>
1: I've played Final Fantasy 15 and liked it, and I beat it, and was very happy with it. I'll get but, back
0: to you on that. That's a possibility. I I, w- I wouldn't be against that idea.
1: No, yeah, it'd be like you get me to play that fucking frog game. Remember frog what
0: that?
1: Yeah, whatever that fucking frog game is on an Xbox that you bought like everybody a copy of.
0: Yeah, and what kills me is you didn't use that code, and it's not it's not good any longer. <laughs> like I wasted I that code on you. Like I thought you'd at least enter it and download it. At I thought initiated. I did. Well, check if you did because I'd still play that. Um, I really it, thought I did. Well, you told me you didn't, so I tried to like enter it in just to see if it worked, and it didn't. Um, anyways, and the, the the centerpiece what they need to tease, honestly, at this point, because it's been probably three years, they need to tease uh, Final Fantasy um, sixteen. Yeah. They they need to whatever they're doing with that. They need to tease Final Fantasy sixteen. They need to. Road, layout roadmap for final fantasy 7 they need to tease um, final fantasy 16 mature kingdom hearts because that game came out 20 plus years ago you your audience that's your hardcore audience has yeah been they're all adults point. yeah it's just like treat, the playstation treat, treat them like it yeah and project athena like i would love to get more details on that if it's an actual real game if you actually have a real game you're shooting for to come out in three years give me some yeah. details that you're this isn't Uh, just a stage demo demo. that's just gonna disappear Uh,
1: that's what it really feels like it is and hopefully it's not because it looks like a fucking great game it looks like it'd be a lot of fucking fun
0: okay well i think that's it for square i think we got a little bit more mileage out of that than i predicted um (laughs) so let's start with our topic of the week and like Hopefully, we have some gas left in the tank for this one. Uh,
1: I got a lot of gas in the tank for this one.
0: Okay, Cyberpunk. Um, We've seen, there's multiple reviewers. I got four hours access. They had a code that gave them, as soon as they launched this uh, client, you had four hours and that cut you off wherever you're at. Um, There's tons of information. Tons of people played it. Thoughts, take off, fly. Take us for a flight, man. Why not?
1: Fucking. Character customization, big big thing for me. IGN reviewers fucking said that it's just you know. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up my. Where the fuck is it?
0: Yeah, notes. I, I watched their video on this, and. Um,
1: I watched their video on it, but I also pulled up some of the links and some. Uh,
0: I'm looking into your eyes right now. They look really dreamy please serenade me with those
1: those beautiful thoughts and
0: dreams tickle me with your eyes (sighs) harder
1: harder i'm blinking as hard as i can jordan
0: okay well, i'll I'll give you my some thoughts while you wait yep okay are you good or do you want me to take off
1: yeah i got it so character customization big big thing but like for me for v Uh, So, you have six different skin types. You have 53 different hairstyles, 17 different eyes, eight eyebrows. Again, for some reason, they have 17 different eyes, 17 different mouths, jaws, seven ears. You have piercings. You have cosmetics. You have scars. You have tattoos. You have uh, bits of eye makeup, bits of lip makeup, blemishes. You have three types of nipples. Interesting. Interesting.
0: So pepperoni, yeah. hard, hard, <laughs> hard penny, hard penny size, and no nipples.
1: Yeah, no there's, nipples is no is nipples is a thing. it is an, option, sure. yep, it, is an, an option. option. You have two penis types, one vagina type, which you know, not really sure why there's only one vagina type, but that's
0: that's sexist. I'm a so there's equal representation and genitalia, I will not play this game.
1: <laughs> two penis size options. And five pubic hair options.
0: For male and female, right?
1: Yeah, so... Cyberpunk is going the absolute... All the backlash they've been under for, like, gender shit in the past couple months. They're trying to fucking hit the head on the nail. I mean, they're just fucking trying to make everybody happy. And I feel like that's one of the ways they're going to do it is, you know...
0: I'm not happy. Not enough vagina types.
1: see there's not but you can play as a man but also have these female body parts
0: so uh, i didn't pick that up
1: you could or you could have no i think what it is is your voice can be masculine on a female and your voice can be feminine on a male so you have there's a lot of options there there i mean all the guys on IGN everything that I've seen, they said they could have gotten lost in it for at least two to four hours just customizing their perfect
0: character. I have a friend that usually loses a few hours in customizing their character. To me. Oh, I especially, most
1: definitely will.
0: Especially since it's um, first person, I probably won't care as much about it. I'll care more about getting into the game and the story. Like, I'll pick all my stuff. Like, I'll pick every option. I just won't, like, pick an option and then go back and rechange, go back and rechange to try to shift things I'll like, go through each option once and pick something
1: see what I'll probably end up doing is creating a character at first probably getting through like the first four hours and then going back and like seeing my character in a fucking mirror or, like in my inventory gallery and be like I don't like the way he looks scrap the whole thing and fucking go right back to it that's what I do with Mass Effect dude I always did it with Mass Effect and like I would fucking like pick my story background for Commander Shepard and this that and the other and I'd be like looking at it I'd be like Well, I kind of wanted to be, like, a bionic, but I also wanted to be a part of the vanguard. So I'd go back and, like, try and figure out exactly my comfort zone. And then that's when I would play the full campaign through and, like, import saves with the same character and shit. But as far as Cyberpunk goes, character creation's a big thing for me. I cannot wait to get fucking absolutely lost in the character creation. And, And also with the fact that, you know, you you have a backstory
0: yeah that's the, really popular in a lot of western rpgs uh pick your like backstory of like kind of where you came from yeah i mean based on race but i know they bioware's that, been really good at that
1: yeah they did though bioware and bioware fucking excels at it and i can't wait to do that i can't wait to like make my character how i want my character to be
0: I, I will say one thing I, I enjoy with customization that they did that I know a lot of people don't like is they have preset eyes, preset faces, preset hair, and instead of just letting you have this guy like that has like cheekbones pulled out to like 10 feet when wingspan and like a chin that like jabs into his chest and then like <laughs> eyes the size of blooms and like they have, yeah. they have preset things that, like your guy looks like he fits in the world and just doesn't look like this god awful creation that just like is terrorizing (laughs) children at night
1: yeah um another thing with cyberpunk uh polygons little review on it uh augment they didn't really hit on this but like the augmentations are gonna be a obviously a big part in like how your character looks and if I can augment my character to be a fucking straight up Assassin's Creed assassin with fucking hidden blades and throwing projectiles and whatever the fuck. I mean, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to make my character, whether it be from clothing items or what, I'm, he's just going to be a shadow pretty much like.
0: Well, one thing that I'm slightly upset with is God, I kind of forgot what I was going to talk about, what I was upset about, man. Um, I felt on that one. Keep talking, <laughs> keep talking. Let me get, let me gather my thoughts.
1: Uh another thing is the starting to the stories. I mean, if you've watched any of the IGN reviews, GameSpot, Gaming Bolt, you know they all talk about how they all started in different places, but eventually came to the same start point
0: yeah there's that three. Makes sense. yeah there's three backstories and based on your backstories where you start and then you kind of like they all you inter- know interweave into the same into story. the
1: same yeah which i'm i'm probably gonna play through all three of them and figure out which one's the best for me but honestly starting out as like starting out on the streets as just like working with jackie working with your best friend jackie i'm probably that's probably what i'm gonna start with you know, that's probably going to be the one that I go for the most. It's just starting in that spot of making a name for myself.
0: So the, the one thing I wanted to say I was upset with about this is there was no mention of how the Connect was going to integrate into the character creation. I mean, nothing I love more than using my Kinect to um, make it look so like someone scanned my face in and looked like someone like slowly cut off my face really carefully and stuck it on a game dummy and the fact that you still
1: have a connect blows my mind
0: and then use my um hey i bought an xbox one s launch edition and microsoft sent me a free connection so i can cook hook up my connect to all my future consoles um, without having a direct connect for it so like you know the my, my xbox series x better support my my connect adapter or i'm gonna be very upset and not only let me Chisel my face off, but like also do screenshots of my nipples and my genitalia, because I want my life—I want my life genitalia and my life, my life like nipples and face on my um, cyberpunk character. And I don't think Project City Red has Project Project CD CD, Project CD Project Project Red has done enough till they um, have connect integration that I can scan my entire body. Um, from toes, ass, penis, toes. ass, nipples, back, face, and <laughs> hair into that game because I wanted to scan my entire body into that game and I want to live in that game the rest of my life. And if they're not doing that and they're not putting investing the R&D to do what two K, um, NBA 2K <laughs> did back in like 2013 where I could just scan my scan face, your face. The game, then I think they're, they don't really care about character creation because if they did... Oh that's the future Um, connect scans and this Um, is where this is where you become a fucking frittata go back to the connect um project natal um tech demo they were scanning skateboards and like wardrobe outfits into the um connect make that natal tech demo reality where i'm scanning in my clothes i'm scanning my body and i'm in that game because hey microsoft i've been waiting since you showed this tech demo off in 2010 to scan all my shit and it's my game and be me in a game. So um, CD Project Red, make it happen. Make it happen. Stop, stop letting Microsoft be a liar. Integrate to connect into this game so it's a seamless me in the game. And I think that's when you have hit the pinnacle of character creation. And until they do that, I don't want to hear a single word about options. I'm the only option that matters in that game. Yeah, you, well, you are the only option that matters. You are the only option. Everyone <laughs> should be their only option.
1: Take it easy, Oprah.
0: And we should take that Connect integration um, adapter, and Sony should start working on a firmware update so the Connect can also work for the um, PS4, and we all have Connects again. Because I want to live in a world we all have Connects.
1: Oh God! The Connects such a horrible day in history. I
0: want to bring back the um 2013 the Connect Fit we, games and I want I want every household that has a video game console to have Connect and so we go back to that model business model that every console sells with a Connect. I don't think we're we're doing the world a disservice.
1: Well, then in that case, do not buy an Xbox One X and stay in the past and don't play a, buy a PlayStation Five.
0: I'm just think everyone would be happier with Kinects. It'd feel more cyberpunk-y, you know? Cameras all over.
1: Everybody watching. Your body,
0: you. aug- augmenting yourself. That's already think, happening. Think, think about the future if we all had connects.
1: That's already happening, though. I mean, it's that, that's life now.
0: We need more connects in this game, is what I'm saying. The uh, Last of Us Part Two had Vitas. Um, they brought <laughs> them back from the dead. Why not cyberpunk bring connects back from the dead?
1: Yeah, well... You know, hopefully, hopefully you can just get like a connect augment on your forehead, like as your head and you'll be happy. Hey,
0: if I can get an augmented connect. Yeah. And for my eyeballs, I can scan everyone in. Yeah. And my brain, like that would make me happier. I think your car and your augmentations should have connect integration. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. So that's the part I think that's missing about the character creation. Other than that, I was fairly impressed um, outside of the lack of connect integration that I, I didn't see um, <laughs> outside of that, the gameplay and the options, having three different story backgrounds and like being able to do that. But like my friend, if I'm choosing a friend, I grew up in the street. I want to be able to take my connect and scan my friend. And so they're part of my story too.
1: <laughs> so you and Dan can be in <laughs> each other's fucking game. <laughs>
0: Man, Dane's from the streets. I want. Dane's from
1: the streets of Night City.
0: Woo! <laughs> I just, I just want to um, live a connectless, connect future that i my entire life's connected into my game with my Connect, and I think that's the only way to uh, the future of gaming hey, Microsoft, if you want to hire me for marketing, I'm really plugging away that connect right now. No, one, no, one's, <laughs> talked really... about it. no one's talked about it for years. And I'm going to bring Since that 2010. I'm going to bring
1: that back for you. He's bringing it back for Microsoft. He's doing you guys a fucking service.
0: Yeah, when I said um, we um, didn't talk, um, but we had no one to answer to. I only have my um, marketing ideas to answer to. <laughs> yeah. You only
1: got Microsoft to answer to because at (laughs) the end of the day they're sending our paychecks now.
0: Um, uh, uh, All crawling Last of Us game. Yeah. Uh, 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 All Connect Cyberpunk game. Um, (laughs) Square 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 uh, Mature Marvel and Jedi game. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to market to people. uh, These are what it's what the people need and want is they want to their connects that have been collecting dust to feel like it integral part of their lives again i think that's what everyone truly wants and needs In 2020 they weren't ready for it in 2013 fully connect integrated but 2020 i think we're all ready for a digital future and i'll, I'll connect integration
1: well i think on the, on that on that note we've covered everything including the connect to a very obscene amount
0: Hey, you uh, just you just wait till they announce the uh, games for um, Xbox Series X. You're gonna right hear there's special Connect integration, and then you're gonna be like, "Man, I should have kept mine." Connect,
1: <laughs> dude, I got rid of my Connect fucking so long ago. I think I got rid of it with my fucking. I honestly think I left it at my parents' house when I moved out. Um,
0: so, Cyberpunk should be really exciting. Like like most of the gameplay I saw for the first four hours, were <laughs> was very much the same. Um, it wasn't anything. Earth-shattering. It's very much what I kind of expect. It's really, it'll be really cool to see how it connects. It sounds like it's very fluid, even more so than The Witcher. That you're walking down an alleyway, someone hits you up and says, "Hey, you want to do this job?" And you kind of just pick up side quests willy-nilly. It seems like a very good integration of uh, multi-winding storytelling, similar to The Witcher, but also like interwebbing like side stories with like that city around you. Like Skyrim, I think did a really good job of that. Yeah.
1: Well. I mean, I really am looking forward to the It looks like openness. The
0: Skyrim version of a futuristic city. Honestly, it looks like C- CDA Project Reds taking an approach in more of a Skyrim vein than Witcher 3. It, like in my, my personal opinion, because you are starting your journey, you're introducing, you're interacting with this world, and that's the only game that I've seen do that. That, reminds well, me, that this game reminds me of is very much um, what Skyrim did. All right. I think this will be the 2020 Skyrim of 2011. Skyrim <laughs> came out 11-11-2011 and this game should come out 2020-2020. We, yeah. we need to add a few more months to the year. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with this because they don't want how shitty this year is to pour into next year, so we'll just <laughs> give it eight years for next year. Yeah. Um, and I think we can do a 2020 2022 2020-2020 um, launch. Well, there you go. Fucking
1: marketing for CD Projekt Red.
0: Just ask for eight more years. So 2001, it doesn't have to have clean up the 2020s um, mess it's been this year. But like all, all, all seriousness, I think this is going to be the same generational leap that Skyrim was for video games in 2011. And I think we'll all be playing CG, CD Projekt Reds game in 2029 just because it'll be re-released for like every single platform in nine years it'll we'll be out probably on get any handheld it'll get... be uh, yeah. Alexis talk, talk through game I think it will transcend the video game industry and cult- pop culture as much as Skyrim did I think this is very much the same cultural phenomenon that game was because you still see today those teaser like of like something happening, something happening, and all of a sudden, screen goes black, and then you're starting Skyrim. <laughs> you <laughs> see those videos all the time, still. <laughs> yeah, and I don't you, know. You have Keanu Reeves. He's basically a timeless vampire, so like he's he's, age in really well. he's, he's in that, the Matrix. He's in the Matrix. He's got aged really well in nine years, and um, I forget his name, Johnny something. Johnny. Johnny Silver- Silverhand. I think. John- Johnny I Silverhand. You, I think you'll see Johnny Silverhand apparel, and I think you will see this game really carry on, really, really well with the next ten years. The same as people are still plugging away on Skyrim, and one can only hope. Honestly, I, I, mean, I, I think if they're on, if they're online,
1: the, if they're online does really good, I definitely see this game lasting a fucking long time.
0: And I. I think Witcher 3 was a phenomenal game, but I don't think it transcended the industry. I don't think it really, I think it brought it to a, a different scale for fantasy games. I think it was like basically- it brought it to world. a new
1: scale for open world games, I feel like, I mean- I,
0: I think it, it was very much like Dragon Age um, Inquisition, but like more open than Inquisition was. So it was a little bit more fully realized for this current generation. But I don't think it, like, revolutionized the industry in any w- meaningful way. Um, I think this is going to revolutionize the industry as much as because, like, Skyrim and Morrowind made that itch, but it didn't transcend culture like Skyrim did. Yeah. And was it a hugely different gameplay-wise? No, but there was just something about that world and how it connected with everyone and how you're able to everyone felt that it was realistic and fully realized to a point that it, it just made that extra leap. It's like Grand Theft Auto V did it really, it was very much like Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City and San Andreas, but like it transcended culture because it just was at a certain point and hit a certain point of time. And I think this one's going to hit a perfect time at the launch of a new console generation to transcend two generations and the one after that. Yeah. But that's all I have for that. It looks like you're 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 um setting up shop for the night and calling it. <laughs> anything else nah. you want to
1: add? No, nah, I'm just trying to make sure my laptop doesn't die on us.
0: Well, you should have thought about that when you're setting up. Well <laughs> I'm, I'm done for the night. What about you? You anything uh, I else think you wanna throw out?
1: I just can't wait to start seeing more cyberpunk shit come out with their news updates and their next episode news update
0: and i just want to say i'm very very proud of you for holding back as much cursing as you did previously and not talking about penises constantly look at you, you fuck take, shit dicks you, you, bitches. Take, you take um feedback really well nah. one one last thing i want to mention that i saw today that kind of made me mad is ign did summer gaming and they're giving awards out for summer gaming and so i browsed browse at the summer gaming awards okay there are certain things that were part of Summer of Gaming. They give a lot of awards to Sony, and Sony was not part of their Summer of Gaming. Sony did its own thing. Yeah. And they, they, like, IGN's, like, pretending like it was part of their Summer of Gaming, like, programming, and it has zero to do with IGN. So, like, yeah. they had zero, like, insight or hoping host that. And, like, IGN did a great job hosting and, like, bringing in a bunch of developers and making sure they got a good spotlight. Yeah. IGN's very much acting like they um I think IGN's doing a huge disservice to the industry on not having their summer of gaming last till at least the end of July, since Ubisoft, Microsoft, and Squaresoft are all um presenting this month as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: handing out awards, like pretending like E3 ended after like the first three days and someone still has to show on day four. <laughs> it's spread out, yeah but that's the world we're living in now. And like the pit badges on people before the races, of, like the race of what people Damn. are showing. Cause WB still has to show this month as well. Like there's so many cards that still be shown and like throw out awards. I think it's just not, when you're not calling to summer, summer gaming. Cool. Wait for the end of the summer, just because yeah. pro- programming's over, it doesn't mean everyone else's. And like to incorporate other people who aren't part of your programming to get viewership is kind of seems dishonor dishonest if you're not going to wait for the other people to show their hands you because, bring dishonor to our family because yeah yeah dishonor you're right this episode's dishonor
1: yeah you this wait. episode's all
0: about <laughs> fucking dishonor you bring dishonor you hey bring sony dishonor. sony you brought dishonor for your shitty ps4 controllers Igen, dishonor for calling calling off your awards for mostly the games that weren't shown in your summer gaming and not <laughs> And if you're going to do that, wait for everyone else to show their hands. Yeah. And um, Cyberpunk, you brought dishonor because you didn't have a connect. Connect. Integration. God
1: damn it. God damn
0: it. Anyways, that's all we have for this week. Um, I have zero clue how long we recorded. Might probably went way too long. But hey, it's holiday weekend. Hopefully, you guys are driving somewhere and you have some time to kill. Um, I'm your host Jordan Alvarez, and my co-host pp pp gray the Vic vinegar of the podcast and like honestly you were not very intense this podcast i i need a i need to evoke a little bit more anger next podcast so i get a little bit more angry i felt like i was more upset about fans than you
1: (laughs) yeah you have you have a whole segment for getting upset i mean a lot of this really this week really didn't make me all that upset so you lucked out
0: hey you had a you had an opportunity to get upset about a lot of things I was pushing <laughs> and pushed back. Don't <laughs> let me talk about crazy stuff like crawling in a connect. Come on. <laughs> Later, everyone.